0: What's up, everybody? This is Podcast Game Overse, episode 139, Saturday, April 1st, April Fool's Day, 2023. Mm-hmm. I am a Asabi Ice Cream, joined as always, my dude Rick. What's up?
1: Yo, what up, everybody? We have a great show coming up, some big announcements for uh, the new Breath of the Wild game. Uh, it's not called Breath of the Wild, it's called Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It's a sequel to Breath of the Wild, so I'm going to call it Breath of the Wild. Um, I'm excited to go into that. They announced some really cool shit. that got me even more pumped up for the game, dude. Um, I can't wait until this comes out, but let's start we always start, man. Tell the people what you've been playing.
0: Uh, didn't play much. I dipped into some PlayStation 2 games because they've added... Me? They've added retro achievements support to PCSX2 emulator. Yeah. So I was checking that out, and it's only like a handful of games that have support right now. Yeah. 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 And uh, it's a good it's a good amount. It's like the ones <laughs> you expect to have them first. You know, it's like the the Jacks and Daxters and the you know all the platformers. like the the shooting games some of the sports games and shit but uh yeah i loaded up ssx tricky ooh uh which is crazy because when you load it up it has like 300 achievements which is like crazy yeah that is insane (laughs) so who decides
1: these achievements that go up like it's like a community community.
0: it's all a community They, they give you like a um they give you an editor uh, it was, it's basically like a memory uh, editor, I guess, which okay. it just looks for, it just searches for values <clears throat> and uh, that change in the game's memory. And so you can be like, hey, uh, search for, if my score was like 600, you search for 600 and it finds every value of 600 in the memory. And then um, you just change your score to, oh, it's 6,000 now. And you just search again for 6,000 and it searches for everything that changed from 600 to 6,000. So you can, like, narrow it down from there until you, like, find the exact value you're looking for. It's pretty neat. I've, I've used stuff like that in the in the past for, like, um, like making cheat codes. Like, making cheat code. Like, if you use a cheat engine on PC, it's the same thing. You hone in on, like, a memory value. And then you can just freeze it there and say, okay. Or you can, like, change it and say, okay, now it's from 6,000. I would just set it to one million and you can freeze it there and you have like infinite money or whatever Um, okay that's basically how it works it's just like a a a memory editor and then um you know it takes a super long time (laughs) that's the thing so you know just dedicated people out there just making their own cheats and i'm sure that's exactly how you know actual real achievements work if you're playing like a ps4 game they're just way more complicated yeah you know, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff going on in modern games that's why it's it's taken so long for these consoles to get that's why you know Super Nintendo and NES games have had it this uh, these retro achievements for a very long time because they're a lot simpler there's not a lot of stuff going on in the memory so um but uh loaded up SSX tricky and yeah this game doesn't hold up very well yeah <laughs> <laughs> mostly mostly because of the controls uh it does not control the way you'd expect uh, cuz this this is a game that I've I've 100 not 100%ed but I've gotten like I've I've chosen like one character and I've gotten all gold medals with one character which yeah. technically is not 100% cuz you have to do it with every character for it to be 100% but um I did it with one character which is the one I'm using uh, I'm showing a little bit of footage right now. Zoe was like my girl, dude. Zoe in this game is like badass. Yeah, she's like she's <laughs> she's like a um, I don't know, like a little feisty. She got she's got attitude. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I always thought she was cool, and then she was like the main character in the PS3 360 SSX game. Um, I was gonna ask about that too. How is that game like? that game is that. fucking awesome that game is yeah. fucking awesome yeah yeah that one is like no one talks about that one because it's not tricky, but it's fucking awesome in its own yeah. like That's it's good, way yeah. it's way different it's not as like they make they make it more realistic but at the same time uh more awesome it's like way better I wish more people talked about that game and I wish it was more easier to play but um
1: try i'm downloading it right now then
0: yes do that um yeah but tricky is like the, the yeah the problem is the controls mostly it just doesn't it, you have to use the d-pad a lot uh, in, a, in addition to the analog stick which is yeah. like garbage um like if you're you, you got to use the analog stick mostly for like um steering and then the D-pad is used exclusively for like spins. Like once you're in the air, you're using the D-pad. And when you're on the ground, you're using the sticks. Though you could use the D-pad also on the ground, but it cuz you have to like charge up your jump. You have to like queue up your jump and then you queue up your spin while you're on the ground by holding the jump button and then holding a direction and then you queue up your spin. It's like way more complicated than it needs to be. But um you know, it it, it it took some getting used to again. Even though I played the fuck out of this game back in the yeah. days, um, yeah, it just it just it was yeah, it's it's hard to get back to it. Plus, like you know, once you've your, your characters level up and you can put like stat points, you know, like a uh, like a Tony Hawk game, you put like stats into their their skills as they as you level up and. You know so they start out like shit they start out trash so until you level them up a little bit and you, you know they can spin <clears> faster and, and uh you know just go faster Don't
1: i never played hurt. an ssx game but people have told me like if you play tony hawk downhill jam which i did it's basically a rip off of F- of ssx like have you really have you heard that that's what people told me i played downhill tony hawk downhill jam back in the day and that was like really good i love that game but people tell me like, oh, it's like a rip off of SSX's formula. So if you like that, you'll love SSX. So I don't um, know if you've heard anything about that.
0: I mean, all the SX levels are basically downhill jams. So yeah. I guess that's that might be what they mean by that. Yeah. Um Uh there's a there's a stunt mode and there's a race mode. The race modes okay. are garbage. <laughs> Yeah. Uh because you have to do every race like 3 times. It's like a heat of 3 races. You have to like qualify oh, each that. time. But it's the same map every race. So you just do the same map 3 times uh and until you until you get like the gold medal. It's like super stupid. But um and then the, the like the tracks are different too because the stunt mode is the one that has all the rails and shit. And the race mode, they don't have the railings, so it's literally just the map without any railings or without without any ramps wow, and shit. It's garbage. Um, but yeah, yeah it's I don't know. That. There's, there's a soft spot in my heart for this game. But yeah, if you do, if you get that, yeah, that the uh, the 360 versions uh, is like way better. It's way better.
1: So. It's it's cool you bring that up because uh, I recently I did a thing. And I, I am now the proud owner of an Xbox Series X. Yeah. And yeah yeah I made the transition. I didn't pay for it. I'll be honest here. It was a gift from a very 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 close friend, and told them I didn't have to do it, but they insisted on getting it for me. Some favors I did for them, and if you're listening to this, that's why I let you know I didn't do this as a gift. I did this because I love you, but thank you. <laughs> Uh, I didn't do this expecting any, uh, repayment, but thank you if you're listening. And I upgraded my game, my Game Pass description from, uh, the standard PC to, uh, Ultimate. So I'm fucking around with that. Nice. And the one of the reasons I wanted an Xbox Series X is so I can pop in, like, old Xbox 360, Xbox, OG Xbox games, right? And play them. Um, but a lot of them, I didn't know this, are on Game Pass, dude. <laughs> um... One of them being like Fable 2 and 3, uh, Army of 2, and they're all like enhanced for Xbox and it looks fantastic, except for Fable 2, that looks like shit, but I'll go into that in a little <laughs> bit. Um, but as I was browsing through the store, SSX 360 is on that is on Game Pass.
0: Great, that's awesome.
1: And I, yeah, and I saw that, and I was like, oh, I've heard good things about it, but I was like, oh wait, I thought SSX Tricky was the one everybody likes, I don't know if people like this one. I downloaded it anyway i just downloaded it right now after like you told me it's actually like really good so i might check it out i've been looking for a good like sports boarding game to play um and that one looks like really good so i'll try, try it out now but i gotta say dude the emulation i don't know if it's like emulation that they're using for this i think it is it is it's hit and miss but for the most part it's hit right like fable 2 looks like shit i'll be honest And I was a little worried because I was like, oh, maybe the game, like, always looked and felt like this. I'm just, like, not remembering it right. And then I booted up Fable 3, and I was like, oh, this looks amazing. So (laughs) what's wrong with Fable 2? I Googled it. Apparently there's some issues with Fable 2 on Xbox Series X with some of the bloom effects, the motion blur, and the v-sync. Apparently it's, like, not optimized really well. So it makes the game look really shitty and feel really shitty to play. So it wasn't just me that noticed it. Um, But Fable 3, though. Holy shit. It's fantastic. It runs very, very smooth. Uh it's upscaled to 4K. Um It looks incredible, dude. And it's great. Yeah, Clay agrees. He went through all Fable 3 on Series X, and it's incredible how it looks. I played through it. I booted up a little bit just to see if I was like if it's still good, right? I was like, I wonder if this game's still solid, if i remembering it, if I'm remembering it wrong. I played for a good hour couple hours it's it's pretty solid still is it one of the best rpgs out there nah it's kind of vanilla the combat's kind of bland it's like arkham but without any of the technique um and honestly some of the some of the sim stuff can get really really annoying because you have to talk to people individually you can't just like impress a crowd of people anymore but it's still a pretty pretty fun game and the fact that it's on game pass it's it's good uh, Clay says 2 was his least fave. It's funny you bring that up, because on Original Hardware, 2 was my all-time favorite. But because it runs like shit on Series X, I gotta give it, like, a zero. Um, I also booted up Army of 2, just to see what that looks like. That's a game I have played in forever. And Jesus Christ, dude, it looks like it fucking came out today. It's really? crazy. Like, even, even the models are like, I don't know what they did with the models, but the models look really, really good. Like maybe because i'm playing at 1080p so i'm not what those blown up models look like at 4k resolution but i'm like this game looks really really good like you cannot tell that uh it was uh it was like a bad upscale job or anything because like they did a really good job scaling it up to make it work it runs at uh, like 60 fps um it's surprising how good that game looks and uh Place. I used to play that game a lot, dude. Let's let's play it sometime. I've been looking for someone to play it with, and like the game, the game's okay by yourself, but it's like it's really good with the partner. And I've tried playing through it. I I, I can't play shooters with the controller anymore. Like I've gotten used to the mouse and keyboard, so I'm having a hard time with it. But it's still pretty fun. And even games that aren't on Game Pass, dude, I could just buy them digitally. Fucking Jade Empire is like ten dollars. And J- Jade Empire is like ten dollars on the uh, e- on the Microsoft Store, and that's got a full like four K resolution update with sixty FPS, which I don't think that game's have ever run at sixty FPS outside of PC before. So that's really fucking cool to see. Uh, Lost Odyssey's on there for like twenty five dollars, and that's like an incredible RPG that never made it off of the three sixty. If you try to fucking buy that shit physically now, it's like what like eighty dollars for a physical copy. So. I'm a little pissed that like Microsoft is doing way more for like game preservation than like Nintendo or Sony are doing. And it's fucking incredible just this experience I'm having. Don't get me started on the cloud gaming. Like I tried it and you've said before that Microsoft has like has the best cloud on the market right now. I didn't believe you until I tried it. And at home on my phone, I was playing Persona 4. And it felt like I was playing it natively. I didn't notice any sort of input lag or delay. Granted, it's an RPG, so I tried something a little bit, um, tried something a little bit more uh, action-heavy, like Spartan Assault, and that felt like I was playing it on my phone. Uh, the only thing that sucked about is having to use uh, a touchscreen control. So I might like invest in a, in a Bluetooth like and one of those Xbox backbones that like snap into my phone, so I could play it mobilely. Or maybe like a, an attachment to mount my phone to like an Xbox, an Xbox One controller. But I'm surprised how good the cloud feel the cloud gaming feels on a, um, on my um, actual actually, phone. Actually,
0: I I have had rotten experience with the Xbox stuff. Yeah. 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 Or the, the cloud I stuff. I haven't. Uh, um. Every time I go back to it, it's like it's still, it's still the same. It's still there's this latency it's- here.
1: It felt good to me. I didn't notice any latency, but maybe that's just me. Um, maybe that's just uh, me. I did. I do it all like on my home Wi-Fi. I'd ever, I haven't tried it outside of that. My actual phone network. So maybe I don't know. When you try it, do you try it at home or you just like out and about? Yeah.
0: On the on the good internet on the PC. It's weird. Edge browser or now through the like the Xbox app. I is it always just the same game? Banjo-Kazooie I load that up. And I'm like, this is still not feeling good. <laughs> it felt fine to me on my phone, maybe because like, like, I only it played feels, for a little bit. It, like it feels okay, but it's still like noticeable to where I'm yeah. like, ah, oh, it's still yeah, it's still like you can tell it's there.
1: It wasn't noticeable to me, dude. Uh, I'm playing on iPhone, Clay. Um, maybe it's because like I was using my mobile phone. Like I said, I was using a mobile phone, like the virtual touchscreen or the virtual controller on it. Which, by the way, like, one thing that's really cool is that, depending on, some games have touchscreen support, and the ones that do have their own, like, control system for the game, so that's really neat. Like, they actually arrange, like, the icons and controls specifically for that game, so that's really cool. Um, I tried it, and it felt okay, the latency. It just felt like Shigsaw's playing it on a actual, like, on the touchscreen. So maybe that's it. My brain just felt the touch screen and attributed everything to like, oh, it's just the touch screen controls. That's why I feel so shitty. So maybe if I like do it on my PC, it might feel different. But I hadn't noticed. And for for stuff like Persona Four or Persona Five, you know, RPGs that don't require like a lot of like really heavy uh, input timing. It might be fine. And the best part is it's all saved to the cloud, so my progress carries over. I downloaded Grounded on my phone just to see if, like, my progress is there. And all the shit I did on my PC, I can do it on my phone. So it's the same thing with, like, any other game on Game Pass, which is fucking cool that I can just, like, play Persona 4 or something on my computer, on my Xbox, and then pick it up on my phone, and then continue where I left off on my computer or Xbox when I get home. That's fucking incredible. Um... Jesus Christ! Dude, it's fifteen dollars a month. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> um, <laughs> I have nothing but good things to say about Microsoft, man. Um, I'm glad I did this. Um, I'm glad I got this Xbox. And again, play you know, native that a factor.
0: Play any yeah. native Series X games on it?
1: Not yet. I've just been downloading a bunch of older games, uh, mainly because like
0: retroarch on that the, motherfucker. You know, you can put retroarch, retroarch? on it. Right? Yeah.
1: You can put retro retroarch on the Xbox Series X, though. No, you can't. Can you really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. The, like, uh, as a modification, or? No, you can literally, it's like an app. Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, am I might try that. two games huh? on it. <laughs> I
1: mean, get the fuck out of here. You're fucking with me.
0: Yeah, you can play PS2 games on it. I think I think you can just... I don't think... Clay says so you have to enter dev mode. I don't think you have to do that anymore.
1: Yes, I'm going to look into it, because if I have to enter dev mode and, like, fuck with it, void my terms of service, I don't want to do that, because they're still paying for yeah. this monthly subscription. I want to get my account back. Ba- uh, well, it doesn't void anything, that, either.
0: It's you, Dev mode is just... <laughs> um Dev mode is just, like, a, a thing that every, every console, they said, is, you can just enable dev mode on it. And you can just do that, but I don't think you have to do well, that anymore. Well, it's not gonna like I'm not gonna get like banned for like pirating or anything, am I? Because like, no, I'm it's gonna get like my account banned. It's native, like I think Clay Clay knows because he's had a, a Series X, but I don't know if he's touched the the dev mode stuff. Anyway, I don't think you have to do that anymore. Is what I'm saying. Right. I think it's just I'll a straight up native. It, but... It's
1: on the Windows Store. Is it? Okay, I'll look into it then. Because if it is, I'll I'll get it. Because uh... yeah. I'm surprised like how much I really like this thing. Um, I typically bought it to like play these older games I couldn't play anymore. And my logic was any like new Xbox games that come out are gonna be releasing day one on PC too. So I don't need it to play my modern games. I prefer paying on PC, but if I can carry them over, you know, maybe wife's in the office, you know, needs to use the office for something. She's working from home. I can play my games on my Xbox in the living room. Yeah. and pick up where I left off like it's pretty there's, there's there's some stuff that's helpful to it um and also like 15 a month I got that ultimate game pass I get xbox live gold and <laughs> all this other shit like it's 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 incredible dude I love it I love it um I'm glad I got this over a ps5 I'll probably still get a ps5 eventually but if you're a gamer on a budget and you just want access to a huge library of games, honestly you should be going Xbox. It's a much better deal, much better value. Uh it's the only system that's backwards compatible right now. At least some sense of get backwards compatibility, so you know, it's the it's the better choice. And I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And I also played Resident Evil Four Remake, which is incredible. I just finished it the other day. Nice. And it's fucking incredible, dude. It's everything I wanted from an RE4 remake. I loved what they did with the story, they did with the characters, they did a lot of shit with the characters. Um, Clay says, RE4 remake, wow. (laughs) Is that sarcasm? Are you being sarcastic? Because I can't tell through text here. Um, But no, it's an incredible fucking remake, dude. It's everything I wanted from a Resident Evil 4 remake. They took out a lot of the some stuff got taken out, but everything they take out, they add something else to it. So minor spoilers, but not really. They took out the uh the tram ride. So when you're on the ski lift and you're shooting dudes out. Um they took that out, but they added a new bit with uh Batoris where you're running away from him and a mob of like goons. That's real fucking cool. And I like that better. Um they changed the Garader fight. Uh, they changed uh The Krauser fight is much better now. Just everything that they changed and they did is just for the better. It's incredible. Um, Now, Clay says they rebuilt Ashley. She's not the worst thing anymore. She wasn't that bad. Okay, let's be honest here. She followed you around. She stuck right to your back no matter what you did unless you told her to stand somewhere. Uh, When you aimed around her, she ducked to the floor so you couldn't shoot her. And a lot of the harder parts of the game, there's like a locker or a garbage can you can hide her in before it starts up so that you don't have to worry about having her like get killed during those, so. She's not as bad as people make her out to be in the original game, but she's still better now. Uh, Now, the way she, uh, the AI is a lot smarter now, so she avoids danger a lot more effectively. Um, There's two commands you can issue now instead of like wait and follow, it's like follow and stay back. With Stay Back, she'll stay farther away from you, and she'll actively avoid enemies. So, that's really helpful. Um, also, she's a lot more talkative in this game, too. So, like, uh, she has a lot more to say, and, like, there's actually, like, a cool, like, development between the two of them, so they developed her a lot better. Just everything about this game so far has been better than the original, which is crazy for me to say, because Resident Evil 4 is, like, my favorite game. But... This game does so much, so well, and I fucking love it, dude. Yeah, I fucking love it. Oh, and yeah, she could drop down from higher places on her own. It used to be that uh, if you climbed down a ladder, she couldn't climb down the ladder. You had to, like, catch her. But now she can just do it on her own, which is cool. Um, yeah, just all the stuff they changed to it. The, the TDM was taken out. Uh, a lot of people didn't like the combat in the original. But this game enhanced it very well. You can move and shoot at the same time now. And they added that parry system with a knife that's really fucking cool to play with. Honestly, this is probably like my game of the year, dude. <laughs> I I love it, um, and it's just getting more stuff. Uh, Clay, why are you giving it a nine out of ten? Is it because of uh, some content missing, or you have personal gripes with it? Because there is some content missing. Uh, Mercenaries is not on here, which is like a huge bummer not to have it. But they did announce that that's coming like April seventh. It's going to be a free update. And some data miners have pulled that maybe there's going to be more Mercenaries content in this game than there was in the original release. So I'm super excited for that. Mercenaries is the mode I played through the most uh, originally. Ada and Sadler's voice work was pretty bad. I didn't think it was bad. It was different, but I don't think it was bad. Um, you're just not used to hearing like campy dialogue in like a modern setting, I think. But I didn't think it was that bad. But the whole game is just, it's fucking great, dude. Seriously, pick it up. If you've never played Resident Evil 4, this isn't a bad way to start. But I, I love this game. It's its fucking incredible. its I think it's like a 9 out of 10 as well, only because like, all the content isn't there. I'm sure once all the content comes in, then my opinion will change. Uh, Clay says, you know, Leon's little quips were cringe 99 nights. They've always been cringe, though. Like seriously, you're gonna <laughs> criticize it for that? Your right hand comes off, really? Like you're that's you're not gonna shit on that in the original game. Um, Sadler, you're small time. <laughs> you know, come on, man. Like he's always been like really like cringy. Um, it would have been more fun if like Ashley called him out on it and was like, "Oh, did you really say that?" I think that would have been more fun. So you can keep the cringy dialogue, but like, kind of be self-aware. Um, but I liked it for that. The games like. The game's kind of like a, a B-tier action movie, is what the feel the original one is, and this one kind of catches that, but it's a little bit more serious, so I think that there's a tonal juxtaposition there. <laughs> but I still love it. I love this RE4 remake. I'm thinking about it right now, dude, as we were talking about it. I, just wanna, I started it over last night on Professional, and I just want to keep playing it. It's so good. Um, Yeah, everyone should go pick this game up. It's fucking incredible. If you've always wanted to play Resident Evil 4... This is a good way to start if you have if you've played resi before like a hundred times it's like your favorite game you'll like this game too like go check it out it's fucking incredible um all right enough uh gushing on games you've already played talk about stuff that is, hasn't come out yet uh legend of zelda tears of the kingdom got an official gameplay demonstration a little while ago and it's it looks so good oh my god dude um they, the game is 100% complete, so it is gone gold, it is ready, it just needs to be shipped, and they showed off some of the new powers in the game. Then I can't wait to see uh, what the community does with these digs, there's so much uh, potential here. Uh, first is recall, we can rewind an object's movement, um, and one example they use uh, for puzzle solving is he climbed on a rock. And use recall to call the rock back to where it had fallen originally, which was like a piece of a sky island. Um, so that's really cool. That's a really creative way to, like, implement that. Um, I could already imagine people, like, sticking an explosive to it to take back, like, a boulder or something that an enemy sent at you. I don't know. There's, like, there's like a million things I'm coming up with like, because could work with this. Um, weapon degradation is back, which I'm not so upset about. Because they added a new power called Fuse. Where you can stick two items together to make powerful new weapons, arrows, shields, even, like, equipment. So they showed off this bit where he, uh, attached a tree branch to a rock and made a hammer with it. (laughs) Or where, uh, they put a stick to, like, a pitchfork and made a longer pitchfork. Um, they attached, uh, they fused eyes to an arrow and made tracking arrows, like... What? That crazy. What? Yeah. That shit was crazy, dude. I'm like, oh my god, there's so much cool shit here. Um, what else did they do? He put like a, he put like a, what was it? Like an airlift on like a log or something, and used that to like fly around, which was crazy. Um, they stuck some logs together and made a raft. Like that's there, there's a bunch of stuff that they did with it to show the utility for fuse that's the power i'm most excited for dude i really want to see how that works because it looks like you can fuse almost any items you want together and create some crazy shit with it
0: clay says his excitement went down from a seven to a four after this demo why dude explain (laughs) yourself (laughs) you're wrong you're wrong yeah i don't understand They they basically took the best things about that original game and just double down on it, which was like the sandbox parts of it, which was like the parts that were the best parts. It was like the the only good part about that game, which was ninety percent of that game. <laughs> the other ten percent were like the shrines, and they haven't said anything about the shrines yet. Which yeah, they haven't. You know, who knows about that? But I'm which, sure. Like, to be honest, like
1: the the shrines were my favorite parts. So if they're just exactly the same as before. I don't care. They can't make it worse. Yeah. I say that. Loud, but but, there,
0: but there's I'm so excited much... for this. Dude. Yeah, what I feel like they would do with the shrines is that it would just be more like p- potential for puzzle solving using your new abilities. Even the old abilities. It would just be more like puzzles. Because like, you remember they have those like combat shrines. And like these are trash. Yeah. Uh, I've... I bet they'll just get rid of all those and just double down on all the puzzle stuff. And getting creative with I would with love to see that. Getting creative yeah. with all these abilities and, and trying to like solve different puzzles like that. So that would be the bare yeah, minimum I would expect. To see this. But,
1: yeah. Um, I will see what they do, man. I'm excited for this. Um oh so Clay, here we go. You just don't like Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Which is fine. Which is fine. Like I get it. I get going into Zelda, expecting Zelda and getting Breath of the Wild. I get it. Uh, or at least, like, I should probably clarify going into Zelda, expecting Ocarina of Time in that formula and getting Breath of the Wild. Which, by the way, Breath of the Wild is probably closer to, like, the original Zelda NES formula just upgraded, yeah, I but whatever. F-
0: I, f- I feel like Breath of the Wild is the most... It's its simultaneously the most Zelda and the least Zelda because... yeah. And I I, and I say the same thing about Breath of the Wild that I say about like Metal Gear Solid 5, which is that it's like the ultimate, it's the ultimate of like what that game is kind of supposed to be, or like what the original idea was for that game. If you look back at the very first version of that game, you're like, ah, it's open, it's like, you can kind of just go wherever and it doesn't, you don't really know where you should be going but you can just go there and kind of explore and try things out and you walk into an area was like oh shit i'm not supposed to be here uh but you can try it anyway and maybe you do succeed and you you get some crazy stuff out of it like it's like that it's like the ultimate that um yeah i agree and you know like the same thing with metal gear like it's supposed to be like this uh, you know, the little like tagline was always tactical espionage action. Um, and like, I feel like five was like the ultimate tactical espionage action to the T, even though it lost yeah, some of its like, it lost some of its identity along the way that it built up. But in terms of being what the tagline says it is, it's like, it's that is the ultimate form of that.
1: Yeah. Um, and I agree the, the part of the identity for Zelda was like the, the hardware limitations because Zelda was supposed to be this like grand go anywhere do anything adventure and I feel like with Breath of the Wild it's that like this that's what the NES Zelda was supposed to be if it had the hardware to support it yeah. and they had to make accommodations right to um to satisfy it. when the Zelda win 3D they obviously couldn't do that on the 64 hardware um so they kind of recycled the uh, limited formula they had before but in a 3d environment so I, I feel like that that that's a big part of like why people who don't like breath of the wild don't like it and i'm not shitting on you clay i get it expecting one thing getting another um it's just what is here i think is incredible dude and the weapon Caribbean... degradation is kind of annoying i'll be honest but part of that like encourages creativity I hated it in Breath of the Wild because it felt really annoying. You get this, like, really cool weapon, and it's going to break down after a couple hits. But I feel like it's not going to be as annoying in this game because the fusion mechanic, it kind of encourages to you to be creative and use the fusion mechanic. So that's what I'm excited for. Okay, so this is fine for Minecraft Legends or whatever's coming out next. I like a Zelda game. <laughs> No, and I hear you, man. I hear you. I, you won't want that old Zelda formula, but I like this, so I'm gonna keep playing it.
0: <laughs> uh, I think the the other thing about Zelda is that I, I I don't know those games have gotten so stale and formulaic, you know. Like, I mean, since like what, like Twilight Princess was like really the last like big one that everyone was like, yeah, fuck yeah, Zelda. Uh, and then like after like since that, everyone's been like, oh fucking Skyward Sword, and... Uh,
1: Here's what pisses me off about Skyward Sword. It gets a bad rep, dude. People complain about how linear it is, but it's not even, like, that linear, first off.
0: Skyward Sword's second, not terrible. I just hate the controls. Yeah, I just don't like controls. I don't <laughs> think they're that
1: bad. I don't even think they're that bad. Yeah. But my complaint... The big complaint I see is, like, outside the controls, people complain about how linear it is, and I'm like, well, it's a little bit more linear, yeah, but... It's the best story in the series. I agree, Clay. And gameplay-wise, I'll argue it had some of the best, like, dungeons in the series. Like, fight me. Like, I, that's really my opinion. I think, uh... I think it's Spirit Temple. Is that the one? Where you start out, like, in hell, and you work your way up to heaven, and you fight that, like, 8 sorted like, monstrosity robot thing? Yeah, that's fucking incredible. Like, I don't think any dungeon in Zelda even comes close to that one. And that's, like, one dungeon in the whole game. Um there's so much cool ideas that game had. Um Yeah, I think in Frison Fight to did like a hundred times terrible. yeah, that was kind of annoying. There's some padding there. But the stuff that was there though, all the temples, the one when like you're in the desert and like you did like rewind time but only in specific sections of the area. That's incredible. Like <laughs> People want to shit on like, oh, the controls were bad, so everything about the game was bad. But no, like that game did a lot of shit really, really well. Just go back to Twilight Princess real quick. The Ninja's Arrival, Skyward Sword. Nah, I disagree, dude. I disagree. Yeah,
0: I disagree. I'll go back. <laughs> I'll go back
1: and replay it. But Twilight Princess is just, it's it's awkward enough time with a texture pack, dude. Come on. Yeah, like.
0: <laughs> I I just played through Twilight Princess recently. And yeah, I those dungeons were not.
1: There were a couple
0: that were like, "Oh, this is dope," but yeah,
1: but it was doing stuff I'd seen before. Is
0: my only yeah. complaint. Like, yeah,
1: I've used the I've used the you know a blue tunic before to solve a water dungeon puzzle. Granted, I wasn't swimming around in it, but you know, I had a I used a hook shot before. Now I have two. That's cool, but. It's stuff I've done before
0: Yeah Or like the little spirit Twilight ride Princess. And you're like controlling yeah, yeah. The, the statues and shit I was like This is tedious Yeah
1: Yeah But Skyward Sword though That did some shit I've never seen before I've never like Used like some fucking Anomaly rock To like Rewind time In like A 10 foot radius Around me To like Solve puzzles I never put that On a raft And created water around me as I went through a desert. Like, that's there's some shit in there that I've never seen before. And what they did in Skyward Sword 2 is that a lot of the overworld had its own puzzles to solve to get to the dungeon, too. But nobody talks about that because it was so subtle, you don't even think it's part of the dungeon. But it is. And, yeah, there's a lot Skyward Sword did really, really well that people want to shit on. And I wish some of that came back in Breath of the Wild. I really do. Um, I hated the dungeons in Breath of the Wild. But the rest of the stuff, the open world stuff, was so good, I was able to look past it. Um, if they had just released Breath of the Wild again, but with better dungeons, I would have been happy with Tears of the Kingdom. But they're doubling, tripling, quadrupling down on the crazy cool mechanics that lets you fuck around in the open world. Dude, I'm stoked. I'm excited. Uh, Clay says Breath of the Wild was a huge letdown for him. It wasn't a huge letdown for me. Because I kind of knew what I was getting into, but I was upset that the actual story and the character work and the dungeon design took a backseat to the open world sandbox stuff. But the open world sandbox stuff was really, really fucking cool. <laughs> um, I had fun with it, and I'm so excited for Tears of the Kingdom. I want to see what, this, what the hell, what the fuck, this does. Like this example here, where you put like a spore on a shield, so when I do yeah. broke it, it blew like smoke everywhere. That's such a cool fucking thing that you can just do. Um,
0: and the enemies, will I can't do wait it too, this comes right? out. You're, you're running an enemies yeah. that have weird combinations of shit, and it makes you, it makes your, your encounters a lot more varied too. So
1: yeah, look at this right here. This is a great example of what Brett makes uh, this new Fuzella formula work so well is the way shit works together. You know, like, you have a shield, you snap that pod to it, enemy hits it, it makes smoke everywhere, so that causes the enemy not to be able to see you, which lets you go in and do a sneak attack on an unaware enemy. Like, that's so cool. The way these mechanics, like, complement each other and work together. Sometimes, not always in your benefit, but it's cool to see the stuff react to each other and to add this fusion system that's like another layer of that dude the potential for gameplay here is infinite i can't wait to see what they what what happens with this yeah. um i already pre-ordered it i'm not ashamed to admit i already pre-ordered it um and I, I i'm excited for this to Perfect. come out i we did. Talk
0: about the ultra hand yet did we did we mention the ultra hand <laughs> no we didn't the ability how <laughs> no, we did uh it's a dumb name for a cool ability yeah. It just lets you just lets you build stuff using the materials out in the world which is crazy.
1: Yeah, so the fusion we talked about lets you like actually equip it in your inventory, but this lets you like build constructs out in the world which is like incredible. Like this guy's just going to like build a raft with like and with like a engine on it. Like that's so cool. Like there's yeah. some cool shit here.
0: Um, and they said, like, you know, all you... the, all the vehicles yeah. that they've shown and all the previous trailers were, have been crafted using like this. They're, they're not like pre prefab vehicles,
1: which is funny to me to see, because some people like, I think this ultra hand stuff, I don't know if this was being built on originally, or if this came from like the community, because if you remember, people were like showing ways to speed run. Yeah. Breath of the Wild. And they were doing things like what is it, like you put a pot over like a boulder, and then lift the boulder. But if you stand on the pot, you could use it to, like fly around. <laughs> like yeah. there's some like weird stuff you can do, like some weird like exploits hey, you, you can could, do. Like, to, like you could basically... build
0: like you could build like a flying boat already by using like those like puff jellies.
1: Yeah, those like exploits and stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, the puff jellies aren't exploit, but there you can you can navigate it by using like the uh the the ability that lets you pick stuff up you can use that to like actually move around with it um so i feel like nintendo kind of looked at those like exploits people were doing and being like oh why don't we just build a mechanic out of that <laughs> which is fucking cool um yeah all in all dude, i'm excited for this i can't wait for this to come out and i'm gonna pick i, I already pre-ordered it off amazon so it should be coming over to my it should be uh, arriving at my place uh the day it releases. I'm going to take the day off work and just play the fuck out of this. I'm excited for this to come out, dude. Um, I was already stoked, but watching this uh, trailer, or watching this announcement, got me even more excited. Uh, there's another power called Ascend that just lets you pass through anything that has a ceiling. You get to the floor above you. Don't know
0: how that's going to work. <laughs> um, I thought it would have uh, a stamina requirement. You'd think so. I thought it would, but, but then he goes into this cave and just goes through the top and I'm like oh you can just do that you can just do it
1: that's probably like a late game ability or something that would break some like it's hard to build a dungeon around that you can just like manipulate through the ceiling yeah that's the power I'm like least excited for because I'm like how the fuck does this work like there's gotta be some limitation here so it doesn't break everything um but we'll see when it comes out man uh, Tears of the Kingdom is getting an OLED switch, which is shown off. That's going to release April 28th. Yeah. It's also getting a pro controller and a special carrying case. So keep an eye out uh, for that. One more, the thing,
0: yet. one more thing about the durability, because they still haven't, they haven't, they haven't, they technically haven't shown or said everything that we need to, They all they showed a stick breaking. That's all they've shown. We don't, we don't yeah. know if your actual equipment has like, if your good equipment is gonna like break because yeah stick breaking makes sense but if like the regular swords still break like we still don't know yet or if you can like I think it well like why hone would they change them and that? make them stronger or um i i, I don't think they totally remove it for everything but i think they would refine that system for like the actual good equipment because you know like a sword isn't like a honed sword it wouldn't be as it it shouldn't break like a fucking stick does. It's kind of silly. But, no, you think so. Yeah. Oh, when he dives in the water here and it like splashes up and and like rains back down on him. Like some of the effects in this in this thing that no one's talking about are fucking crazy, dude. For the switch like his hair flowing around is crazy. Yeah. Um that that water physics when he splashed down is crazy. Um like it, for the most part it looks almost identical to Breath of the Wild. Like, maybe the draw distance is a little better, but aside from that, it looks almost identical. Yeah. So, Which is fine, because ex- that game yeah. looked good already, but... Yeah. Until you got to
1: Korok Village, and then it would tank, but... Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the most part, it was a good game. No issues. Um, yeah, I love it, and I can't wait for this to come out, dude. This just looks like what well, we got Breath of the Wild, but like better. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what they do with I'm it. I'm gonna go back and um, play
0: Breath of the Wild again.
1: Yeah, I might too. Um the thing I am concerned about and I guess not concerned about it, excited for, it, is I wanna see like other developers like kinda like steal these ideas and see how they incorporate them. Um Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to see what like other devs do <laughs> with this. But we'll see, man. We'll see when this uh when this comes out, you know, what how it sets the gaming world on fire. Yeah, I can't fucking wait. We also got hold on where did I put that those fucking notes? Uh we got some PlayStation Plus games coming out for April. Uh Meet Your Maker is coming out on PS four and PS five. I never heard of this game, so what it is, is it?
0: Launching it's launching on Playstation Plus. Um, it's a post-apocalyptic. Oh, it's still, like roguelike. Yeah. Yeah, first-person building and raiding game where every level is designed by players. Oh, I know this fucking game. This is on PC. This has been in early yeah, accident on seen PC. This. I've yeah. seen this.
1: trailer before, yeah. I saw this Jeff is, like, cool. Kirsten
0: play this. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah, cool. You make dungeons and then you um, raid other people's dungeons, basically, and try to steal their shit. Yeah, but also I heard like about defending. This. It's basically like the Metal Gear Solid Five, like defense mode, <laughs> but life, more um, smaller. Up, yeah. Yeah,
1: this looks cool. I've heard of this one. This looks awesome. Yeah. I might check that out then if it's like on PlayStation Plus, Plus. And Sackboy: a Big Adventure. You know, everybody knows about Sackboy: a Big Adventure. That was like a a launch title on PS Five, wasn't it?
0: Uh, yeah. That's... Yeah. I want to play that, but I don't want to spend forty dollars on it on PC if it's still that. So there
1: you go. Spend like fifteen dollars on PS Plus.
0: True. I don't. I'm not. I'm not a subscriber anymore. But uh. Yeah. <laughs> so re up your subscription for like a month. <laughs> I don't know if I'm. I don't know if that's worth it. Ah. Eh, all right. Maybe all of these games. You know what's crazy is all of these games what? are both PS4 and PS5. I feel like they don't yeah. do that every time. They don't. Like, sometimes it's just PS4, sometimes it's just PS5, and then sometimes... Or sometimes it's, it's a mix of both, yeah. And all of these are both this time, which is weird. Should be both every yeah. time. If it's both every I time, I will
1: subscribe. Yeah, it should be. It's, it's both most of the time, I think. Yeah. But not every time. Um, Next game is uh, Tales of Iron. I've actually heard of this game. It's a 2D, uh, like, souls-like. But you play as, like, a fuzzy little mouse. And you're, like, viciously murdering, like,
0: amphibians.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It looks crazy, though. Have you seen this shit yet? This looks insane. I
0: like the artwork in here. Yeah.
1: It reminds me of uh, Redwall. Anyone ever seen Redwall growing up? Redwall? Is that a movie? Yeah. um, No, it's on PBS. It was, like, an old cartoon. No. It was, uh... It was like so imagine like a like a medieval like epic but told with like mice. <laughs> and like that's red wall. Like it, it's 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 a it's a awesome. thing, yeah. Yeah, this I, game looks incredible.
0: I might actually do the that subscribe thing. <laughs> I might actually yeah. try to play this, yeah. Well, this might be on PC, right? I can just play this on PC.
1: I it's probably it. on PC. I think it's on PC. But no, this looks good. Uh, I wanted to try this for a while, so I might just play it on PlayStation since I still have my subscription. Probably not for much longer, honestly. Um, But I still have my subscription. Um, And some quickie news. EA has been canceled.
0: EA is canceled.
1: EA, yeah, sorry. E3 has been canceled. (laughs) Um... (laughs) Yes, yes, yeah, finally. Yeah, we, we did it, everybody. Yes. <laughs> now Konami's Konami's next. Uh, <laughs> but no. E three's been canceled. Um and the the internet collectively went eh. Um
0: <laughs> Yeah. Um I don't I the the thing about this is that E E three was um they were trying to rebrand themselves as more of like a an event for the The people like the audience the players you know i think that what they were trying to do this year was be more of an event that you would go to and the fans could actually go to and actually play a bunch of games that are coming out and that to me that idea is more exciting than just hey we got a bunch of trailers and shit yeah Uh, because there's not because other stuff that does that better now you don't have to go anywhere to just summer game fast yeah Yeah. so it's kind of it's kind of a bummer that you know it was not (laughs) this like collective event aside from like pax like pax is kind of that but it's like pax is that for like indies though it'd be like dope if um you know microsoft did go to this shit and like you could play a little bit of hellblade hey guys we got hellblade you can play it or like red falls here you can play it um like I think that that idea is more exciting, and that's where this is kind of a bummer because there's not, you know, there's just not that you don't have that now.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a huge bummer. Um, I would have loved to see that part of E3 too. Like if it was, they're just gonna bring back E3 the way it's always been, I say good, let it go. But you're right, they were trying to do rebrand as this like event for the fans, for the people. Now we're not gonna see that. We'll see what happens. Um They were just canceled. They just announced like this year they were canceled. So it might not be the case next year, but we'll see. The yeah. problem is that like devs and publishers don't need E3 anymore. Like Sony can announce their own state of play. Xbox can have their own Xbox announcement. Nintendo has um yeah. what do they call it?
0: Nintendo, Nintendo Direct. Nintendo Direct. Yeah. And so they don't a, need E3
1: anymore.
0: Not not only do they not need it, but it's a lot of resources to go and like yeah. package up a bunch of stuff just for E3.
1: Yeah, for our, like a week long oh. event. Yeah, so.
0: Because I did, I watched that the new Double Fine documentary for Psychonauts mm-hmm. two, um, and they had like a whole E3 thing there. And they spent like several like months just getting a thing ready for E three and doing all of that. And the amount of resources and time that went into doing just that, that didn't go yeah. into actually like making the game <laughs> was like ridiculous. It was like this is a huge yeah. waste of time for you know yeah. I mean it was it was great once they like actually finished that E three stuff and got to like show it to people for the first time and get reactions from people for the first time. Like, that stuff's pretty cool, but, again, that's, like, that that was, like, actual people. That wasn't even for, that was people who yeah. went to the event, played that game for the first time, and they got to see people play it for the first time, and you just don't, you yeah. don't, people don't, uh, devs don't get that anymore, or, you know.
1: Well, the problem is that games are too big to, like, do that. Like, you can have, like, a couple key devs go in there, but with a small, a smaller team like Double Fine, I'm sure it's, like, great to see people, like, React to the game you made, because Double finds a smaller team, um, but you know, if, like no one. How can I word it? the The landscape artist for like GTA Six isn't gonna see how people react when they try GTA for the first time at E three. So that's uh that's that that that's that's a uh, kind of a weird uh, a weird issue with it. That's much better for indie devs, I think, and smaller teams. But these big triple A devs don't really get anything out of it it's um yeah it, it's super weird e3's in this weird like existence here where there's a lot of potential to it but it doesn't exactly benefit everybody and we'll see if they do anything next year because right now they're not they're canceled we still got a summer games fest coming up i'm sure nintendo sony microsoft ubisoft they'll all do their own like expos or something not expos but like, live stream presentations to announce their shit, but I mean, we'll see what happens, man. Um, I've been saying for years E3 needs to evolve, and it sucks that they got shut down before they had a chance to do it. Well, again, hopefully it's not a permanent thing. Hopefully, like, next year they can come back, rebranded with a better, uh, with a better system in place. But we'll see. Um... Another quickie news, Live Alive is coming to Switch and PlayStation April twenty. That's Switch, sorry. Steam and PlayStation April 27th. So that'll be really cool to see. Are you here or am I talking to myself?
0: <laughs> I'm here. I'm here.
1: Okay, cool. Okay. You didn't say anything for a while, so I was like, oh, is there shit that shit I fucked up again? Um. <laughs> uh, Live Alive coming to Steam and PlayStation April 27th. That'll be cool to see. Uh, in-game, Chico's been discovering Gran Turismo 4, almost 20 years after the game came out. <laughs> yeah, this is crazy. How, is How does that happen? <laughs> How did Chico just go, like, unnoticed for 20 years? Like,
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I guess no one could... Well, the, the, the most... Yeah, the, the impressive part is that with all the, like, data mining that happens these days... You would think that someone wouldn't have to like discovered this early like already like I can't imagine stuff still hidden, like Ed Boone says all the time that you yeah, there's still stuff in Mortal combat that no one even knows about, and when stuff like this happens you you like i I believe you, I believe you, man, yeah <laughs> it was like yeah, I mean yeah. like people were like people are datamiting the like counter strike stuff and finding um stuff in there for uh Left for Dead and Left For oh, Dead yeah. Three like says like Left For Dead Three somewhere in the in the data. People are like, oh shit, Left For Dead Three. Um Yeah, but then wasn't... you
1: also have stuff like like uh with Batman when Arkham City came out, people went back and found like references to Arkham City like in Arkham Asylum that nobody noticed until like Arkham City came out. Yeah. Um, so you know, you might, yeah, I think, yeah, I agree with you. Like, there's probably all kinds of games that have stuff hidden that nobody noticed yet, that's just waiting to be discovered. Um, and especially a game like Gran Turismo 4, like, it's not a small game, Gran Turismo is like a flagship, like, PlayStation title. So yeah. it's crazy to me that, like, we're discovering stuff for 20 years later. That'd yeah. be like if someone discovered something in The Last of Us that nobody knew about. You know, like, it's a popular enough game that you think we know everything about it already, but I guess not. Um,
0: yeah, that's cool. I love seeing shit like that. And just, you don't get cheat codes anymore, man. And it's a bummer, yeah. because that was, like, that was, like, the best part about a video game was just putting a cheat in and then fucking it up, you know? Like, <laughs> it's yeah, crazy, I don't like, anymore. it's crazy Gran Turismo 4 has cheats in an age where like where cheats were not prevalent anymore yeah especially in a game where as not fun as gt4 i'm sorry (laughs) but those like gran turismo games are just not they're not about fun man they're just so restrictive in terms of like uh have you ever played like gran turismo Nah, no, it's always like you gotta like really. drive like friendly it's like the worst race it's the grand turismo <laughs> would be the reason why you would not enjoy racing games you play this <laughs> yeah. and you'd be like why does anyone play this yeah it's so like not they're not about like fun yeah it's like sim it's like sim to the point of like you have to like be like friendly Like you have to like drive for you can't crash any into anyone actually i think there's no collision at all i think everyone just ghosts out um like if you go too fast, they penalize you. If you go too slow, they penalize you. If you uh, drive in reverse, they penalize you. It's like what the fuck, man? Just let me drive. Yeah, well, <laughs> why even bother playing then? Yeah. Like everyone has to like yes. stay in line. You gotta stay on the line, or else they penalize you. What the hell is this? Anyway, Knowing your shit. Yeah, that's why. That's why Forza is better. <laughs> You get point you get points for fucking shit up. It's like, Oh, you destroyed that uh fence. Oh, you d- ran over this guy's crops. Ten thousand credits. And you're like, Hell yeah.
1: Yeah, some somewhere along the line something like get devs forgot that game's supposed to be fun. <laughs> but Yeah. Everyone tells me like I would love those games because uh because you're either right, they are just like crazy, they just let you do whatever you want, so Yeah, I think I'm gonna try a racing game. It should be that.
0: Like it's Burnout. Burnout is still a pinnacle for me. Burnout Paradise. Mm -hmm. I'll give it a try. They're not really racing games. They're just like adventure games where your character is the car.
1: Burnout Paradise on Xbox. I think it it should be. It should be.
0: It's an EA. Oh yeah, this Burnout Paradise.
1: Yeah. It's on a. It's Burnout Paradise remastered, cool. Burnout yeah. Three.
0: I I loaded up Burnout Three on pcsx Two. Also, it does not have achievements. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's
1: a bummer. Someone's one's
0: fucking. A game as big as
1: Burnout Three, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, in other news, Dolphin is coming to Steam. <laughs> yeah. I uh, don't know how that's like. Well. I guess the emulator is not illegal, right? It's just like the ROMs would be the, the issue Nintendo would have problems with, right?
0: Yeah, and you can like dump your own games. It's, you know, people do yeah. that. I've done that. Um, with my like, my Switch games, I like dumps. Well, I only have one physical Switch game, which is uh, Breath of the Wild, everything else is digital. Yeah. But I dumped I Nintendo it.
1: Nintendo should just like sell ROMs on Steam, dude. They should. So doing what the fuck they're doing. Like, just sell a ROM for, like, a premium price. Not a premium price. Like, you know, like, a discounted price for the ROM. And just, like, let us do whatever we want with it.
0: They've allegedly sold ROMs of their own games. (laughs) Yeah. Like Wii U. But I don't know how true that is. You know, not true
1: it is either. There's a way to verify it. But it's cool to see Dolphin come into Steam. Like, Dolphin's... Dolphin's a pretty solid emulator i've used it a couple times for a couple games and it works pretty well like, it's pretty reliable yeah um
0: and the, the, the great see. thing about steam is um cloud saves yeah and um online online play
1: uh, yeah and not just that but like steam deck compatibility too like yeah yeah can you imagine cross play for like i don't know fucking super mario sunshine and play that on your Steam Deck. That's cool as fuck. Like,
0: yeah. or just online cool play with, um, like online with like Mario Party or Mario Kart. Yeah, Smash. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. So yeah, there's some cool shit
1: here to do with it. Um, yeah, I can't wait till this comes out. Is there like a launch date? Oh, quarter two of 2023.
0: All right. Yeah, it's up on the pages. Up, you can wishlist it and get notified when it's out. I think I'm gonna do
1: that. Yeah, I'm going to do that for sure.
0: New trailers and videos. Cassette Beast getting a
1: release April 26th. I yes. am so excited for this game. Yes. Yeah, well, you played this at the uh, demo derby. What was it, like a year ago? Two years ago? Yeah. And we were impressed with it.
0: It was great. I went back
1: and played the whole demo, and I loved it.
0: I didn't realize how the... I didn't realize the world was as, um like open as it was you can kind of do some exploration there's a jump you can jump and fly yeah (laughs) i was like what the fuck yeah Yeah, it's it's got got the
1: paper mario like exploration on it which is really cool you have abilities in the overworld you can do to like travel and and, uh explore and the combat's like this weird crazy like pokemon combat with like a weird fusion system you can use your partner that's like super neat um it's it's really cool. There's some cool shit here. And there's actually like a story, too, to play through that isn't, like, get all eight gym badges and fight the Elite Four. My theory is that you're dead. I think everyone here is dead. Oh. <laughs> and this is, like, some purgatory or something. That's my theory. Okay. Because you kind of wake up on, like, this island, right? And this girl's like, hey, I know you're going to feel weird right now. Everybody does when they get here. I know you don't remember your life before. Nobody does when they get here. We'll explain later. I think everyone here is dead. That's my theory.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Um, but I'm excited to try it to play it, dude. Uh, the demo we played was incredible. Uh, the music in the town had like vocals. Oh, and it was yeah. really good. <laughs> I remember. Which, one, by the way, you guys can go back and watch our uh game, our uh, playthrough of cassette piece on uh, our Twitch archive. And there's a point where like we're talking. And then the music is going and the vocals kicking. We're both like, Oh, wait a minute.
0: Hold <laughs> yeah. up. The vo- like vocals in a, like a game. Like you're just playing the game and like the vocals kick in. It always gets me, dude. All yeah. right, like near, near does that. Um, yeah. Some of the Sonic games do that. Uh, yeah. Like Sonic, um, the latest Sonic game does that. where it just has vocals in the fucking like combat music. You're like, this fucking slaps
1: yeah metal metal um heavy metal uh hellslinger
0: yeah
1: like that does it if you're kicking ass the vocals kick in when you hit like s rank and that like it always 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 dude fucking just puts me over the edge and uh yeah it's dope and it, when it came up on that game we're both like oh hold up, wait a minute we like stopped yeah. talking for like 10 seconds and we're just like this game is cool yeah. And I, I went back and played the demo like to the end, and it's really, really good. Um, I'm excited for this game to come out, and it's supposed to be on Game Pass too, so fuck yeah. yeah um, awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. I, I would have bought this game. I would have bought this game if it wasn't coming to Game Pass. Might still buy it on Switch just to support these devs if I really, really like it. Um, we also got a launch trailer for The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog, available now yeah. on Steam for free. But Sega, man, they went back. They said they heard the
0: fans. They heard everything, everything, all of it.
1: What They're exactly taking Sonic were the fans, in a bold direction.
0: What exactly were the fans saying? I wish Sonic was dead. Sonic's just die already. <laughs> like, um, That's exactly what they
1: heard. And then they built a trailer. Like We're excited to announce he's yeah. dead. <laughs>
0: uh, but visual no. It's, novel. Uh, they made a visual novel out of Sonic and it it's looks... a visual
1: novel like detective game yeah. so like what Doncan rap i think is like a detective game or yeah yeah
0: i would say yeah. it's along along those lines this Yeah, which is great, like something man. i
1: would have never thought of yeah this is cool this is really cool the artwork here is like really really good and it's free on steam so go check it out I like when April Fool's jokes are just like, here's like a joke game you can play for free. <laughs> like,
0: yeah.
1: like, like that's really cool to see. And I, I had a laugh with this. I liked it. <laughs> I really liked what I was seeing with this. I'll probably check it out, honestly. I don't think it's going anywhere, but I'm going to download it just to make sure it doesn't get delisted. Yeah. Um, it's probably not too long, I would imagine. Probably. Um, we also got a new announcement from SNK. They just launched like a three-minute video just talking back-to-back of like announcements and news. They opened up with uh, new characters coming to KOF uh, 15, which is cool to see that game still getting updates. It's got, a, I think it's on its fifth season pass right now, or its fifth season right now of uh, DLC characters. Um, so go check that out if you're into KOF. Samurai Showdown is getting rollback netcode, which is really cool to see. I fucking love Samurai Showdown. I played quite a bit of the new one. I thought it was a fucking incredible game. Uh, if you like Samurai Showdown OG, you're going to love this one. And something I want to, like, fast forward to that they announced. KOF 13 is coming to Nintendo Switch and PS4. Now, the reason that's a big deal is because KOF 13 was, like, the last, like, sprite-based KOF game that they released. And the sprite work is incredible on this. (laughs) It's getting an update with Rollback Netcode, so that's really cool to see, but look at the sprite work on this game. It's incredible. Those are sprites,
0: dude. (laughs) Wow, yeah, that's pretty...
1: Yeah, it's it's not doing that, like, simulated sprite thing that, like, Arc System Works is doing now. These are, like, sprites. And... I will probably buy this just for that, because I love sprite-based uh, fighting games. Um, they also announced, right after that, they announced a new Garu game, slash Fatal Fury game, is being developed. Which is really cool to see. Uh, Garu is like probably one of my favorite fighting games. If uh, you can compare Third Strike to like Street Fighter, Garu is like the third strike for Fatal Fury. And... I cannot wait to see this. Uh, they say it's in development. I don't know how it's going to play. If it's going to be a sprite-based game like KOF 13. Or if it's going to use their... Uh, their... Their kind of low... I'll be honest. I'll admit... Kind of low-quality models they're using for KOF 15. <laughs> but I did play a bit of KOF 15. And despite like the jokes about like how graphically it's not as impressive as like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat... The fucking gameplay is solid. <laughs> that game is first and foremost like gameplay first, presentation second.
0: Yeah, so what the matters the most.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, and yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see when uh what they announce some of their other games. I really really hope though that they are making a new Garu game. It gets some like work on the uh, presentation. But we'll see when it comes out, man. Uh, This is like a hot new story. This was like just dropped like maybe three, four hours ago. (laughs) So I I knew I had to talk about it when we were doing the pre-show earlier. So there we go. I got to talk about my niche fighting game interest thing. Uh, moving on to game releases, man. We got Grim Grimoire once more releasing April 4th for Switch, PS4, and PS5. Grim Grimoire is a, what'd you call it? Like dungeon crawling, like tower defense game developed by Vanillaware. Yeah, I never played so it's it. Got, I never played it either. I heard of it, but I never played it.
0: Not on PC. Uh, there's,
1: yeah, not on PC, unfortunately. I don't think we're gonna get any vanillaware
0: games on PC, yeah, dude. This is a bummer. That's a bit of a bummer. Which is a huge bummer. <laughs>
1: Vanillaware's got some good shit, dude. That's a yeah. huge bummer.
0: Yeah.
1: It's cool it's coming to Switch, though. This this uh because like their last couple games, Dragon's Crown, um, Odin Sphere, Lither, Lithriser, those are uh, all released on like PlayStation. So it's cool that it's getting like something that isn't like PlayStation. Um <laughs> Meet your makers releasing April 4th on Everything. <laughs> That'll be cool to see. Um Road 96 Mile Zero is releasing on everything. What is this? Oh, this is that like randomly generated, like story-driven game, right? That you play forever ago? But it's like a what's like an expansion to it, a sequel to this that? This one's
0: a prequel. Uh where you play, I guess this one has like main characters. Yeah. I don't know much about That's this cool. one.
1: Yeah, this looks cool.
0: Pretty cool, like a little side story. That is cool. Okay, I still got Play Road 96's.
1: You liked it a lot, right?
0: It's interesting in that it does, it does the whole like your choices thing a little differently because it's like, it's like yeah. that plus roguelike.
1: Yeah. And the roguelike stuff is pretty cool. What I was seeing there's so the choices that could happen.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So we'll see when this comes out, what they do with it, man. But it's coming out April 4th for everything. PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. So go check that out when it drops. Um. Then Thursday, April 6th, Curse of the Sea Rats drops on PC, Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X. This game looks cool. <laughs> I don't even know what this it's is. It's like It's a Metroidvania like side scroller, with like really really good like hand drawn
0: artwork. Wishlist. This looks like a. uh, This looks like the um. The the bug game. (laughs) The bug game. The 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 bug one, you know, one with the bugs. Bug fable. No. The other one. (laughs) Fucking Hollow Knight. Oh, night. (laughs) Sure.
1: It's, uh, Four Prisoners of the... So, is this, like, a four-player game? Wait, it's
0: got co-op. Holy shit.
1: The description says single-player.
0: No, it says either alone or local co-op.
1: Oh, well, the description needs to be updated, then. Okay, this is cool. I've never played, like, a co-op Metroidvania before. Is it even a Metroidvania? Because, the description says Metroidvania
0: user-defined tags, but maybe they don't label it themselves, is it? Maybe.
1: Uh, either way, this looks pretty cool. I actually heard about this game forever ago, and this looks pretty neat. I want to check this out. Let's drop April 6th on the wish list that. Everspace 2 is releasing
0: The crab box is called
1: Crabawockee. Okay, instant buy. (laughs) Sorry, go on. No, Everspace 2 fast
0: place single player spaceship shooter with exploration RPG elements. Yeah, is it good? This has been an early access for several years. (laughs) Yeah, is it Uh, good? Yes. Yeah. It's good, but it's not quite what I'm looking for in terms of like space. It's like it's like a rogue-like almost where it's like level-based. So um, each like area of space is like a, a level, or, like a section that you pick, almost like Star Fox. You remember Star Fox? Yeah. It was like, you're choosing like levels. You don't actually get to fly anywhere. It's like, hey, here's this sector, Sector Z. And though it's not like that because these ones are randomly generated so and it's like run based yeah but it's like that and that was a bummer because i thought it was more open than that so but it's like a loot game so you do like level based stuff you get loot upgrade your ship and then cool. go yeah do, do check, other it sectors. check
1: it out other sectors yeah i'll check it out it looks cool yeah um, also a game that looks cool I just heard about this game today and I think I'm into it Marfusha so it's on Switch, PS4, PS5, and Series X this is like it's a pixel graphic looks like defense game with some city sim elements it looks like so you're kind of walking around this like bunker talking to people, upgrading your equipments almost like a tower defense with selectable anime waifus
0: looks interesting It's only $8, yeah. This has to be a mobile game. Look at the UI. Yeah, this looks like a mobile game as fuck, but it looks pretty fun, and it's only $8. (laughs) Okay, it's probably free on, like, iPhone. I don't know, probably not. It might be. I don't know. I never heard of this game before. First time I heard of this. Yeah.
1: But this looks cool. I'm looking it up right now.
0: You've seen it on Steam.
1: There. Yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. Interesting game. We we see some cool shit on this show that we've never heard of before. Paparazzi is releasing April 6th for Nintendo Switch. It's like it's already been out since like January on Steam. Uh looks dogs? like you just take pictures of dogs. Yeah, it looks like you take pictures of dogs, play with dogs, upgrade your camera, take better pictures of them.
0: Are you also about a dog? Dogs. Are you also a dog that takes pictures I of dogs? Think so. It looks like I it was a world so. of dogs. Oh, you are a dog. I think you're some sort of creature. An arm extended in this trailer that looked like it was yeah. not human. So I'm say you are some sort of a creature. Maybe not a dog, but you are. You are some creature like thing. I don't
1: know.
0: It looks cool though. Yeah. Like Pokemon Snap with dogs. <laughs> this is silly as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine with that. What's all the wrong with dogs that? are like they're like not animated at all.
1: Like
0: yeah. on these swing sets. <laughs> yeah.
1: It kinda reminds me of like Katamari, like how it how it handles yeah. its animation, which is yeah. silly about it. Yeah. I love
0: it. <laughs> like riding bikes, which is like standing on the seats. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that looks cool. I'm interested in this. I'm adding it to the wish list. Um, It's already on Steam. You can get it on Switch April 6th. Maybe wait for reviews in the Switch version. You know, I I don't know how that game's going to run on Switch. It doesn't look too intense, but always, always, always look into performance before you, like, download anything for Switch. Um, And then last but not least, April 7th, we have EA Sports PGA Tour for PC, PS5, and Series X. For those of you who care about not just EA sports games, but golf. (laughs) I'm going to come out and say it. Controversial opinion. I don't care who hears it. Golf is the most boring fucking sport in the world. And if you're the kind of person who loves watching golf, but is like, you know, I don't think like competitive gaming should be on ESPN. Go fuck yourself. You're wrong.
0: (laughs) I don't think anyone loves watching golf. It's, It's the playing of it that's the fun part. Not Isn't even, even that. that fun. It's no, just no, like no. getting drunk and like yeah, that's the fun part, dude. In their trailer, like they've got a Reaver, Reva tuner. Um, they got like a frame rate counter in their trailer. Where was it? Why? I Why? swear I saw it in the corner. I swear I did. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just hallucinating. Maybe. And you know, golf's like the most
1: boring fucking sport in the world, dude. I went to a buddy's place and like. No no disrespect to him. He's a huge golfer. He like loves golf. He's got like he uh he plays golf uh competitively and he knows his shit when it comes to golf. And he watches like golf championships. He invited me over to uh watch some like golf comp some like golf championship with him.
0: He must not know you and very uh,
1: well. <laughs> well, he invited me and some other like close friends over. So I thought we're like, Oh, we're gonna get drunk and like you know, just like talk while golf's in the background. That's what I thought. Cause he got some beer, some pizza, but no, like he, like his grandpa was there. Like, legit sat down, watched golf, and like commented on like the shots and technique. And I was like, I am so <laughs> out of my element right now. <laughs> uh, another buddy of mine was there, and uh, he was like, I think I think he thought the same thing. Cause we were like, I thought we were just getting drunk and watching and this. And they were going to get drunk, bro, out with golf in the background. But no, we actually came to watch golf. And his grandpa was like, talking to me. He's like, So you play? And I was like, Absolutely not, sir. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know the first thing about golf. (laughs) But no, if you listen to this, buddy, I love you, man. (laughs) I saw it fun that day. It was cool, like sitting there talking with them.
0: Yeah, it's just fun to get drunk and then drive the cars around and try to flip them uh, (laughs) and then get get threatened to get kicked out of the. <laughs> it's like every time. I mean, you know, I only go off a couple of times, but that's it every time. So every time you just cause a fucking ruckus. Like <laughs> yes <laughs>
1: Make make people uncomfortable.
0: Yeah. Or like you take like forever on a thing it was like three people behind you trying to get on the on the uh on the on the next uh course and you're like, Hey man And then they kick you out and then they're like, Okay, you just gotta you gotta go to the next to the next hole. Uh, yeah. You know, there's, like, one, like,
1: middle-aged white dude who, like, complained to management who was, like, I am on vacation with my family, and I'm trying to spend time <laughs> away from them <laughs> by playing golf, <laughs> and this guy's ruining it by causing a ruckus and having fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh do this I game know, is man. Just... I think golf
1: is a waste of time. Like, so much land and so much, like, time, money, water yeah. goes into maintaining these golf courses that just that are just used to play golf on. It's like, why? You yeah. could have turned that into homes or a soup kitchen or a solar farm. There's a million things you could have done with that that would have been more beneficial to society than a fucking golf course. Yeah. But whatever. Um.
0: <laughs> but the game looks all right. looks like that. Um, it actually looks pretty good in terms of uh, simulation involved, so if you're yeah, into that I'm
1: sure if, yeah I'm sure if you're like a huge golf fanatic like this will take those boxes for you but I, I wonder yeah. what the the crossover is I mean people who like actively play like EA sports games and play golf you know what I mean
0: and who own like, like, uh, like a like yeah, a uh,
1: gaming hardware yeah, and still own clubs and play golf like pretty regularly. Because like, I don't most think there's of, like, a of crossover there.
0: I feel like most people who are doing the golf thing are doing it. They have like one of those like top golf fucking simulators in their like home or garage or something, or they have like a pass, like a golf course or something, like a membership. Yeah, or I'm just I'm just saying like if you're like trying to like simulate it in like your own like house. Yeah. You're probably not going to do it in video game. You're you probably not going to do it on your PlayStation. You're probably going to do like a you're going to get like a one of those like actual putting things in your garage. Yeah. That's what I'm curious about. It's like how many people like hold the crossover there.
1: Like let's be honest, like the people who play Madden aren't the same people who play football, right? Like I think we know that. <laughs> but I yeah. wonder like what the crossover is. Like people who play like PGA Tour are like actually like play golf. Or even that people who like actively watch golf. Cause I know a couple golfers in my social circles, and most of them don't play video games. Yeah. And the ones that I do, I don't think are playing like PGA Tour. But I don't know. <laughs> I'm just something that's interesting to me. This looks fucking boring as shit. I could not have fun with this. <laughs> I don't think I'd have fun with this if you paid me, dude. <laughs> like, this looks boring as fuck. Um... But no, whatever. I'm not gonna, like, shit-talk an entire industry. This is a $70 yes, game, am. by the way. Oh, yes I am. Golf's a fucking waste of time <laughs> and money. God, dude. Jesus. Yeah, it's a $70 um, game. EA's gonna EA, dude. <laughs>
0: There's like early access, there's like, what the fuck is this? This PGA Tour points. It's like actual golf, you can pay for the uh... the the, the membership. <laughs> Get the uh, the good shit. There's no reviews on this yet, because it's a new game, but... Well, it's not out yet. Well, that's what I mean.
1: The thing uh, but Steam. the last game. Yeah. Oh. oh, this isn't a last game. This was a 2K did this one. Okay, so I guess EA took over golf because 2K released uh PGA oh, Tour 2K23. 2K oh. And i look at the reviews on that. They're not like positive.
0: I really, this, this, one, this one was good.
1: This one dude has 55 hours on this game and does not recommend it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gross.
1: he's like be aware even if you plan on playing this game only by yourself not using online matchmaking you will need internet especially for my career
0: it's I a bit like ridiculous
1: that how... i'm playing the game by myself my internet has issues and the game won't let me play
0: <laughs> i go. these reviews go typical ea this is not the ea one this guy wrote a whole review EA. bashing ea this is not an ea game
1: Wait, really? I didn't yeah. see any. Yeah,
0: he goes, typical EA game, boring with no story modes. We need to quit we all need to quit buying EA shit games. <laughs> Fuck off EA Electronic Arts, quote unquote. You just copy and paste things and make the same games. Not EA dude. That's fucking
1: embarrassing. This motherfucker <laughs> played the game for five hours and didn't realize it wasn't EA. <laughs>
0: Someone gave him the, the clown. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. The, no, the EA one, uh, the one that's coming out, actually looks okay. Well, it looks okay. But, um... Because cause you can I'm tell... Gonna, I'm going to give this guy the poetry award. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell I was looking at the screenshots that this... this uh. This two K one looks fucking terrible. Yeah. Just from the screenshots. Good God. Uh, this EA one looks like so much better.
1: It does. So we'll see what happens with it. Um, I want to talk about this review though. He has fifty five hours in it. At the he ends he bitches about like you need internet to play single player. And he ends it with, can we all please stop supporting this company and make them change? After he bought the game and put fifty five hours into it.
0: Like <laughs> no, no, he put fifty-five additional hours after his review. So he's not gonna played it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> That's what I love about Steam is that it tells you how much they played it uh before and after the review. <laughs> and he put, he only put in like an hour, not even an hour, before he reviewed it. And then went on to put in an additional 55 hours after he said, the fucking in a work week,
1: dude? That's more than a work week you put in that game. <laughs> and you're just like, Yeah, so I support these companies, this practice. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Sports games in general are just not. I'd rather just play the sport.
1: I'd rather not play sports, like, at all. I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> I mean, um, me I either. will play, like, super crazy, like, sports games. Like, M- like uh, NBA Street, that was my shit, dude. NBA yeah. Street Volume 2, that was yeah. my fucking jam, dude. If they made a new NBA Street, I'd hop on that shit day one. I would That's ride that thing all day if they made NBA
0: Street. Shoki TV in the chat says, hello, how are you? We're great. We're great. We're
1: good. Um, the show's almost over, but we're good, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and NFL Blitz, NFL Blitz was my shit. I mean, all the street games, FIFA Street, NBA Street, NFL Street, all the street games were fire. Yeah. Blitz. I put a lot, of, a lot of time in the Blitz on the N64. Yeah. Yeah. Because I you could just straight up kill people in that game. I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> you like fuck people up in that game. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really, they just, really like, want to. They really, shoot again. They really don't make stuff like that anymore, that. dude. They do like uh, Blood Bowl, but that's more like a strategy game. Yeah. Other than that, like I uh, think like the Mario games are like there's not much. There's no one's really doing it anymore. I wonder like
1: how many people bought Blood Bowl because the description says it was like a, it's like a fantasy football game. Oh. And like, did not get what they expected. <laughs> I'm sure there's like one person, but but no, man. uh Yeah, I love me some NBA Street. I would fucking if they made a new NBA Street game, I'd buy that day one. But you're right, no one does that anymore. Nobody wants to make like a crazy like arcade video game ass sports game anymore. It's so it's such a shame.
0: Yeah. I find like the indies you know there's a, like hockey roguelike oh yeah you know stuff like that happening but it's not really it's not the same though because what i want it's is an it. actual i want an actual hockey game where i can kill everyone yeah give <laughs> me nba street man yeah let me like
1: let me bounce balls off dude's heads and then like yeah. juke them yeah that was my favorite thing to do in that game, dude. It's the tricks it that let did you that. do. Oh,
0: my God. They never did that with hockey, by the way. There was a, there was never, a, like, a hockey street. Or, I guess, street hockey. But, yeah, it was I'm never. I'm sure there was. With... There's got to have been. I don't think so. That would be interesting. That's a game where, like, you know, hockey, you'd straight up, you can just straight up fight people. Yeah. So that would be nice to see. In there was a game. street hockey '95 that
1: released on the SNES. '95,
0: yeah. And this one, this PGA tour has the RPG tag on it.
1: Dude, you you know what? A street hockey game would be pretty dope. Just like be dope. Let me fuck people up, build up like a game breaker meter like NBA Street has. Yeah. You build this meter like fucking knocking people over or taking shots at people. And gives like a power up or something when you max it out or something. I don't know. There'd be some bullshit with that.
0: Just send it. Just send a puck into someone's like face.
1: Yeah like really fuck someone up like I would love to see shit like that just like double down on like people watch hockey for the fights anyway so just double down on that like craziness
0: yeah
1: man alright man now I'm sad because you don't have any like crazy sports games anymore I miss that shit (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna do it for the show everybody thank you everyone who came in to watch us Uh, you know same catch us next week man same bad time same bad channel savvy yeah. man tell the people where they could find us
0: Guys, you can go to gameoverse.com gameoverse.com slash twitch gameoverse.com slash youtube gameoverse.com slash discord slash discord go to discord guys we're, on uh, the discord. we're in the discord, discord yeah, we're in the always dis- saying
1: hi we're always talking
0: yeah
1: and we're nice so for the most on, part
0: shout out to shoki tv for stopping by what else I don't know that's it guys that's it man be good be excellent to each other
1: stay safe we'll see you guys next week